0: What's up, everybody? Smoking Lady J here. Back with Smoke Break with Lady J. <laughs> Can you tell that I started smoking again? You know. You know. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Thanks for being here. Sorry I've kept you waiting, but life, as usual, gets hectic. This week is sponsored by Mental Health, New Job, New Living Situation, Shitty Exes, Family Court, A Lot of Iced Coffee. In Newport, non Menthol One Hundreds, Red Box. JK LOL about that last part. There's no specific name brand of cigarettes that I smoke that I shouldn't endorse. That's just total bullshit, right there. Right, I'm talking nonsense. It is a new week. I started another new job this evening. This place is dope. AF, like anybody that I have told that knows this location, the first thing they say to me is that's a wicked cool spot because of course it's wicked cool. I'm on the East coast. Come on. The last two places that I've attempted to work full time for never received very warm reception from anybody in my immediate area. And typical me is like, fuck you. I'm going to do whatever I want anyway. And they were right. Really shitty experiences the last couple couple times. But tonight was actually, like, kick-ass. I have four more shifts this week. So we'll see how that goes. There's lots of opportunity there. And I'm going to just take it day by day. (sighs) One burp at a time. I've had, like super bloating and like it's gotta be like gas or something like I I don't have to poop or anything but like I don't know you know when you just have that super full like bloated feeling like I don't know so the burps might come out I apologize for being a pig but that's real life it happens today we went and joined my mother at the house inspection for the house that she's buying that the girls and I are going to be moving into at the end of this month so that was interesting I've never been part of someone buying a house before so it was interesting to see and it gave um, gave us a chance to walk back through the house and fall in love with it in different ways and connect with it somehow you know there's so many things that go through your mind when you're trying to plan a move you know let alone trying to plan like a house like I don't know I've never bought a house. I've just moved in. Like, (laughs) I've always been a roommate, or, you know, I lived on my own. When I was 19, I moved out and I got an apartment. But, like, I don't know. It's just weird. It's a good weird, though. So, that's another thing going on. Nephew came home today from the hospital uh, about 10 or 11 days ago we had a complete crisis in my home and uh yeah he was he was taken away in an ambulance to go get a mental health check because shit hit the motherfucking fan i don't know how much i really want to go into right now you know it's a really long story lots of moving parts but uh essentially he tried to hurt himself he tried to Um, he tried to take his own life while at the same time being very aggressive and angry towards his own mother and me, um, long story, but I had to call the police and that sucked balls. Uh, he's been away though. And he's been in, you know, good spirits, you know, looking for a diagnosis to help him understand the things that he's going through right now. He's a 20 year old, you know, he's a good dude. But he's, he's got some, some problems right now. So we've been given the diagnosis of bipolar, which is something that I suspected for a while. But it was never something that we could really talk about at the dinner table. You know, it's there's a lot of stigmatism in my family. Not for me. You know, I have mental health issues. I fucking flaunt that shit. Like, the up. I feel my anxieties and my depressions. I know when they're creeping in. You know, I don't always broadcast it to the world, but I, I know myself. You know, I've gotten to know myself to when I know I'm falling into the hole. And I know it's going to suck, but I, I have to push through it. You know, some days are harder. Some days I'm fucking drowning. You know, and I don't tell anybody that I'm drowning. You know, I keep it inside. You know, there's there's been a few instances... Recently, where I have reached, you know, a really low point. And I did reach out. And the people that I reached out to, probably bad choices. But they weren't there for me. Like, they didn't, like, I don't know. I felt in my own perception that they weren't there for me the way that a friend should be. When someone's coming to you and saying that they're hurting and they're struggling. So things like that tend to close me off more. You know, I'm wide open on Twitter. If you follow me on Twitter, uh, you know, my account is locked up for this reason. So I can talk freely about what I'm going through on social media. You know, it's, it's a way for me to get it out because I don't necessarily have a strong support system within arm's reach. If you're picking up what I'm putting down. I did not go to visit him at all when he was away, and, you know, I'm mis- I'm having mixed emotions about that for myself, you know, when it was traumatic for me, it was a very traumatic experience for me, that, that crisis that took place, you know, I have known a lot of people in my life that have have committed suicide, you know, and 98% of them hung themselves, so for me, my trigger point is when I see someone with a noose around their neck. Or, you know, even in a movie, if a scene comes in where someone's hanging, I, I can't stomach it. You know, I understand it's there. I understand it happens. But I just can't do it. I just I, I avoid it, you know, for my own mental health. So what I saw was him, my nef- my nephew... With cords around his neck. You know. Like the video game controller. Or like the things that you would use for like a console. Or like an audio cord. I don't even know. But they were all tied together. And it was around his neck. And the other end was tied to the staircase. As he was. You know. Enraged. and It was just so bad. He's okay. You know. Physically, everyone is okay, but emotionally and mentally, it's been fucking exhausting. And I can't even say it's been day-to-day because it's literally been a minute-to-minute, hour-to-hour situation. And in the meantime, you know, I'm trying to be a mom to my kids who live in this house and don't really know what's going on. You know, my oldest does know because, you know, she's going to be 17 next month. So we're pretty open when it comes to this kind of thing. You know, she struggles with mental health issues as well. She used to self-harm, you know, and I I say used to, you know, it's still very, it could happen. She hasn't done it in over a year, Um, but it, it's still a possibility. So we're open about it. I I try to leave that dialogue open always, you know. But the little one, you know, she's eight. So for her, she just thinks big cousin is just at the hospital. So they're, you know, making sure his medications are working okay. And that, you know, he's feeling better. So now that he's coming home, you know, you and Sissy will go stay with me at at grandma's, you know, while he, you know, while cousin gets settled back in, you know, which is, you know, it's not a complete lie. He does need to get settled back in. And I feel having a house full of people is probably not the easiest thing to transition back into. But for me, it's also a protection thing. It's a safety thing. Not that I think he would ever intentionally hurt any of us. But I know when he's, it was just bad. Like, I I need to just think about my children. And for them, it's best for them to just not be here right now. Until we know, you know, until things are straightened out. We have a long road ahead of us. This is, this is a lifelong thing we're going to have to deal with. And I haven't been able to have a conversation with his mother about it yet because it's, it's too tense between us. Um, she, I don't know, it's, it's hard to explain her. And I will, you know, over time you'll get bits and pieces. But we're going to keep it moving. New job, let's see nephew home. Exes that suck. I had family court last week going for custody of my little because her father is a heroin addict and he is trying to get unsupervised visitation after admitting to me he had a relapse and he has been struggling with his drug addiction. But he feels entitled to have his daughter. Needless to say, I went to court last week and I signed an agreement with him that for the next month he will have supervised visitation with me two nights a week for two hours each time and I s- supervise visitation with me obviously of his kid but I'm the supervisor and in that time he will also submit dr- weekly drug tests that um, will show that he's not using heroin <laughs> or suboxin you know? And he has to do that every week. And if he pisses dirty or doesn't show up, then I don't know. I don't know what happens next. I don't have it planned out. All I know is this was another stress that's been added to my plate, you know, recently, not knowing what was going to happen at court with everything else going on in the house. You know, I it was, it's been rough. <laughs> it's been really fucking rough. But after each thing gets knocked down, it's like you get a positive out of it, right? So, like, I'm protected with my daughter for the next month at least, with I don't have to worry about her going to her father's house for a weekend. You know, it's all good. So, next court date, we figure out next steps. So, to be continued. (laughs) TBD, to be determined. What else? Summer vacation. Woo! It's fucking nuts, right? You know, put all the drama and bullshit aside. You got kids. You know, summer camp, fireworks, freaking ice cream, dinners, play dates, swimming, sunblock. So much sunblock! Like I can't even tell you how much sunblock we've already gone through. Insane. <clears throat> we have the next stretch of about, I'd say, two weeks to where we're just kind of you know transitioning from what we thought we were living in which was an okay home <laughs> to now transporting back and forth to my mom's house which is about 20 minutes away from where we live now um so about 2 weeks of that and then little one is going to go on vacation with her grandma on her dad's side um So that'll be good. She'll get some one-on-one time with her grandmother. And the week that she gets home, me and my oldest leave for our yearly trip to Virginia to visit with her dad, who she gets to see once a year now. This is going to be the third year. Uh, She gets to visit him for about a week. We drive down there together. I stay at the house with him and his wife and their dogs and their chickens and their cats and their gardens. And they have really good vineyards in Virginia. Wineries, vineyards, I don't know what's the proper term. It's a winery, right? But it's whatever. Google it. But it's amazing. We go and we pick peaches and blackberries and we go to Washington, D.C., which I I don't think I'm gonna do that this year. (laughs) Even last year, like I was so scared just because of the political climate, I don't want to be anywhere near DC. We'll worry about that in a few more weeks. So yeah, when, when I get back from that trip, it will be the closing of the house with my mom. So we will begin moving all of our shit from my sister's house and all of my shit from my mother's house into the new house. And you know, that's when it all changes I mean it's all changing so much every day but that's like a milestone like this is a huge accomplishment and I'm trying to remind my mother who has to be the rock like I think of the shit I'm going through and then I think of the shit that my mom's going through you know add to her plate aging parents in their 80s you know my grandma her mother has depression like she's just a depressed lady like I love her to death but she's fucking depressed like she's you know she's starting to show signs of I don't know if it's dementia or what but like she'll tell you the same thing three times in a 15 minute period but like each time she says it it's like she said it for the first time she's sick right now you know they're removing a cancerous mole I think from her like her head I don't know what's on top of her head. She, lo- she loves to be in the garden. She loves to be outside. She likes to play. <laughs> I don't want to say play. I was going to say play with the bears, but she's obviously not playing with bears. She likes to photograph bears. <laughs> Grandma's crazy. But she's depressed. And, you know, so add that to my mom's stress. And it's like, everyone's got shit going on. You know, and I think we have to each fight our own battles, you know, we have to be our at ad- our own advocates, our own voices for what we will and will not accept, you know. Having to look at my nephew and be like I don't feel safe having my children around you makes me feel like the biggest fucking piece of shit in the world. You know, I'm not trying to hurt anybody, but I have to be realistic. I know what I saw 10 days ago, whatever the t- the count is. However, it was less than 2 weeks ago. I know what I saw and I know I can't ever let my kids see that ever for any reason, you know, and it's, I have to stand firm in that. And that brings up, you know, a whole can of worms with the communication that I share with my sister. She's six years older than I am. And we've always had this power struggle, you know, she's the big sister. I don't stand up to her, you know, and she knows that she bullies me around. Like she bullies, and she bullies a lot of people around, you know, she doesn't want to hear anything from anyone unless it's that you agree with what she's saying and her thoughts and feelings you know so it's it's a lot of shit going on behind the scenes but each day beginning now we have new things going on that are leading to a positive future I'm super pumped about this job like super pumped you know I'm I'm cautiously optimistic at the same time like I'm gonna go in there like I said and do my best. You know, I'm training this week and we'll go from there. You know, I'm looking forward to getting a fucking paycheck again. You know, I'm going to fucking Virginia in a few weeks. I want to drink some wine, motherfucker. But in all seriousness, (laughs) life is fast and it's messy and chaotic and up and down and in and out and Unclear and clear, and trying to look at the big picture of everything, you know. And sometimes you just have to stop and fucking breathe. But then you gotta put your big girl panties on, and put your big girl boots on, and put your big girl crown on, or boy, you know, whatever. Don't be offended. <laughs> whatever makes you feel the best way you can to go out and kick some fucking ass. And that's where I'm at. I'm ready to fucking fight. And I'm ready to just break free. Like, it's, it's time. It's, it's so time. <laughs> Thanks for your patience, guys. Thanks for your support and your love and your funny shit that makes me laugh my ass off. <laughs> I laugh so hard at the things you guys tweet and the things you share on your own podcast as well. I love you all. And let's keep kicking ass.